Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. God has given us unlimited treasures in his word. Every time we open it, we can discover a new treasure or admire an old one. What will we find today? Here's Carla Early with Treasure Hunt in the Word. Many of us are uncomfortable with change or any new thing in our lives. I know I am. I often don't know how to react. But as someone advised me once, just think of it as going on an adventure with God. The early church, made up of only Jewish believers, had a rather hard time with new things as well. It all started when the believers scattered due to persecution in Jerusalem, and Philip took the gospel to Samaria. Jews generationally hated Samaritans, and the feeling was mutual. Yet there was Philip preaching the gospel in Samaria, and the Samaritans were believing and being baptized. This was definitely a new thing, but it wasn't totally unprecedented. Jesus spoke to the woman at the well. In fact, she was the first person to whom he revealed that he was the Messiah. She believed and told others, and they believed. In fact, this might be some of the same people. In John 4.35, as the people in that Samaritan city were on their way out to meet Jesus because of the woman's testimony, Jesus told his disciples, Do you not say there are still twelve months and then comes the harvest? Behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes and look at the fields, for they are already white for harvest. Now God is sending Philip to reap that harvest. As people in Samaria were getting saved and baptized, word spread until the apostles, who had stayed centrally located in Jerusalem, heard about it. This probably seemed rather iffy to them, but since they'd traveled with Jesus, maybe it wasn't too surprising. They sent Peter and John to check it out. After all, when the Jewish believers were saved, they would receive the Holy Spirit. So far, the Samaritans had not. But when Peter and John prayed over them, the Holy Spirit held back no longer and filled the Samaritan believers just like he'd done on the day of Pentecost. This unified the Jewish and Samaritan believers and broke down generations of barriers of hatred and mistrust between them. That's how the Holy Spirit works. He breaks down walls that we've built around ourselves and brings us together. We see this happen again in Acts 10 when the Holy Spirit sends Peter along with the delegation of the brethren to witness this momentous occasion to Cornelius. That's a whole story and perhaps several podcasts in itself. But the Holy Spirit made it clear that after centuries of separation between Jews and Gentiles, God wanted all to receive his salvation. As Cornelius, a Roman centurion of all things, and his family and friends listened to the gospel with open hearts, the Holy Spirit fell on them. This shocked the Jewish believers, but as Peter told the church in Jerusalem later, who was I that I could withstand God? Later, when Paul and Barnabas told the Jerusalem Council of Gentile churches they planted, they were rather dubious. But as James reminded them, even the Old Testament prophesied that Gentiles, like you and me, would be called by his name. Aren't you glad the Holy Spirit broke down those barriers so long ago so we could hear the gospel? He's still breaking down barriers today. Do you remember barriers he broke down to bring you to him? 
What walls are in your life today that need tearing down? Maybe between you and a family member, or a cultural or racial barrier that you're having trouble overcoming. How can the Holy Spirit use you, like he used Philip, Peter, John, and other early Christians, to break down those barriers? You can contact us at treasurehuntintheword at gmail.com. We'd love to hear the treasures God has given you through his word. You can listen to other episodes at our website, which you can find in the description below. Thanks for listening, and remember, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also.